All right. Would you like to count us down? In five, four, three, two. Let's go, Steven. Interesting. <laughs> Go, Steven, take it away. I don't even know the words to this song. <clears throat> I got to it. Like, that must be done. <laughs> I, uh, <clears throat> I picked this because I've heard people say that uh, there's a a cult of personality going on in the, the kitchen in this movie. It's funny because that song was just in the Walking Dead finale. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh yeah, I heard about that. I haven't seen that, but I, I heard about that. Welcome to episode, uh, what are we at, 94, I think? 94 of Santa Mira After Dark. I'm Jeremy. I'm Steven. And uh, what are we discussing on this fine program today? We are discussing the menu today. Yes, uh, directed by Mark Mylod, uh, written by uh, Seth Rees and Will Tracy. We'll get into them in a, a minute. Uh, it also stars uh, Ralph Fiennes, Anya Taylor-Joy, and Nicholas Holt. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so I guess in like a brief description... Uh, how would you describe this film? A bunch of rich people are but have booked this fancy restaurant to eat at, and everything's not as it seems. <laughs> yeah, pretty much on this deserted island. And, yeah, um, it uh, not not well, not deserted island, but this like secluded island, and um, we learned that they will not be coming back. <laughs> Um, yeah, so um, something interesting about this movie that I found out is uh, Will Tracy was actually, uh, who, who is one of the writers, was inspired because he was on like a ferry cruise or something and they were having dinner or whatnot and they were pretty much stuck there until the meal was over. Mm -hmm. and I guess <clears throat> I guess his mind just started going and thinking about like you know what if this chef was a madman or you know like mm -hmm. you know I know Will like, Tracy uh where do you know him from the name sounds so familiar <clears throat> um i mean he hasn't really done much so i think you you might be mistaking him for something else mm. he's he's wrote a few episodes of like tv shows but um Looking him up now. Um, he is a writer on Succession, which makes sense with this movie. Yeah. Um, 
I just heard a dog. But um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, I, I guess since this is a new release, we could kind of uh, s- split it up into like the non-spoiler section, and then we could kind of go off into spoiler. Yeah. Um, one thing that's interesting, well, I mean, I, no, this is the second week it came out. I, I guess last weekend this movie made $10 million on a $35 million budget or $30 million budget. So I'm not sure of the box office numbers, but that does seem pretty um, low for something like this. Cause I thought this movie was getting like a lot of buzz. So yeah, I'm wondering if this will grow with time. Yeah. Cause um, they, um, they showed the trailer a lot. Yeah. And I have heard a lot of people, you know, talking about this movie and not sure what else came out last week that would. Oh, Black Panther Two is out. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking up the box office numbers now, and that's that's on there. So th- that does make sense. Um, oh yeah, the movies come to a screeching halt whenever a Marvel movie comes out. Yeah, Black Panther made sixty five or sixty six million, and The Menu made nine million. So yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. I guess we could actually tie that back into this film, though, because th- there is like this um, uh, commentary on like content and like content consumers and creators and whatnot, and they they play with that a little bit with like th- there's a character in this movie that is like just. You know, even though he's being fed nonsense, he's like all for it and worship yeah. and worships it. So, I mean, that, that does kind of. I, I I guess even though this movie takes place in within the food industry, it can also be a commentary on you know other types of content and content consumers and creators and things like that. Because yeah, like with a Marvel movie, especially like with the newer ones. Like, there are people that will pretty much take anything that Marvel gives them, and it's like, oh, this is the the greatest thing ever. Mm -hmm. And then there's other people that are, like, just snobby, and it's like, well, there's no uh, uh, heart behind it or anything like that. So I, I, I do enjoy that this movie does have, like, that commentary, and it does even tie back to, like, different kinds of media and you know, things like that. Not, not just food. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so what did we think of the menu? I really liked it. Yeah. I'm, I'm a, a big fan it's of like, it. It's a whole, it's different. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, it's the, the, the jokes land, the commentary lands, even though some mm-hmm. of it, some of it is a little bit on the nose, uh, which I, w- I want to get to in the spoiler section, because there is a character that's done very dirty in this movie that I want to mm. I, I want to mention. But um, we'll get there in the spoiler section. But yeah, I mean, I think the jokes land. Um, it made a lot more sense when I saw that Adam McKay was a producer behind this movie who made uh don't look up from last year um oh, okay <laughs> it it made a whole lot of a whole lot more sense when i saw his name in the credits because i'm like oh 
so we're actually not supposed to care about these characters. Um, <laughs> and, you know, they are just idiots. Uh, th- through, like, different different means. Like, there's a character who, um, you know, like, they only do this experience because they're rich, and, like, this, yeah. is, their, this is their 11th time doing it, and it, 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 it seemingly has taken the joy out of the chef because mm-hmm. he, um, you know, he's he started off liking or he started off doing this because he found enjoyment out of it. But then there's people that like just do it for fun or do yeah. it as a, uh, as a, as a, as a critic and kind of part every little thing about that, which kind of ruins the joy, which also kind of like ties back to, you know, things that we're doing, like we're doing a, <laughs> we're doing a, a, a podcast breaking down this movie and it's like not really necessary, and I'm I'm sure like a lot of work went um, a lot of work went into this, and you know like it's almost unnecessary to break down like <laughs> like little things about a movie that might be wrong. You know what I mean? It it yeah because like in in a lot of things you do like you would not like people coming around and critiquing every little thing mm-hmm. but then there like there's a food critic in here and like that's her job is to come in and break down every little thing and then there's that commentary that she has ruined lives and has like closed down restaurants because of her bad reviews um yeah i also found something interesting in the trivia which um it, it's it's not really a spoiler but early on in the movie, when Tyler and Margot are going to this, to the boat, or they're going into the island or something like that, um, Margot is smoking a cigarette. And Tyler tells her, like, you shouldn't be smoking because you don't have a clean palate and you can't really appreciate the food. And then there's, yeah. that, then there's that scene later on where all the men go off into the woods or whatever and... Um, the women are left behind, and then the food critic is smoking a cigarette with Margot while they're gone. So it's like she's a food critic, and she doesn't have a clean palate to actually be giving these reviews because the cigarettes are affecting her taste buds. So I thought that was a. Oh, I didn't even know this. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't notice it either until I saw it on IMDb trivia. But that's actually, um. Just little things like that are what I appreciate about this movie. Um, I, I will say the very ending, which we will get into in the spoiler section, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of iffy on it, but the more I think about it, I do understand what they were going for. Um, I'm, I'm honestly just torn on it because I don't really like the way it um, played out. Like, I understand the the chef's reasoning for, you know, doing his actions, actions at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. but I don't understand a lot of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, we'll get there into the spoiler section, but what did you think about that ending part? Like, the ending of the movie? Like, what happened? Yeah. I was okay with it. 
I like I I don't know. It it just seems like it's it's a cheeseburger and it's like yeah, like he she gives he gives her a cheeseburger and then it's like she's able to talk her way out of the situation, which I mean the 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 chef does kind of say like <laughs> I'm surprised a lot of you have not actually made an effort to escape and you probably yeah. you probably could have. So maybe that's just something like, to think about. <laughs> another thing that I that might be why she was able to leave is because she was not originally the desired guest for this situation. Yeah. And it's like, you know, he he was like, well, yeah, you weren't supposed to be here. And throughout the movie, he is telling her like she did ruin the night. So. I mean, I I don't know that that it, it it's an it's a yeah, new I think that's that's a good um reasoning for it. It's it's like a nitpick. It's like a, a I don't know if it's a nitpick because it is the ending of the movie and it's pretty important. But I I don't know. I just I'm just not a fan on it. I do feel like that kind of took me out of it, and I would have been fine if she actually stayed along. Um, overall, I I do really like this movie, and I think it's. Like as of right now, it's in my top ten of the year, which I didn't really expect. Um, mm-hmm. I expected to like it. I did not expect it to like it as much as I did. But it's like that perfect line, and like mo- movies like Ready or Not do it as well, where it's like that perfect line between horror and comedy, and it's like mm-hmm. they they play the situation like it's like it's almost funny. And they throw these like stupid jokes in there, and I I, I think they they work, but. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we can uh, we could delve into the the spoiler section of the uh, of the podcast and kind of break down some other things about this movie that we liked and didn't like. Even though I did kind of spoil the ending in that section, but. <laughs> but yeah, all right. I notice you only put that in there when you feel like it. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I forget to put it in. Hmm. Um. Yeah. So, I, what what are some things that you liked about this movie? Well, I love the cast. Yes. Um. I found out Emma Stone was supposed to be in this movie instead of Anya Taylor Joy. Glad, she, glad she wasn't in it, and glad that they <laughs> they went with one of the best actresses of the modern day <laughs> instead of Emma. Or no, it, it wasn't Emma Stone. Uh, Emma Roberts, I think, was was who it was. Hmm. Well, I, for one, like Emma Stone and Emma Roberts, but Anna Taylor Joyce, like one of my favorite. Yeah, I mean, they're all good. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm I think Anya Taylor Joy probably. Oh, no, I'm looking it up now. Okay, it was Emma Stone. I was right the first time I said it. Emma Stone was supposed to be in this movie. Would have been better than Emma Roberts. Not as good as Anya Taylor-Joy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and even, like, some of the smaller characters, like we said, the food critic, they're, uh, like, she's pretty great. Um, John, Leg- John Leguizama is in here, and... For the life of me, I could not remember his name in the movie, and it turns out he's just credited as movie star, so he does not have <laughs> he does not have a name, uh, w- which even adds like another 
like great touch to his character because he's like this washed up actor who was in <laughs> like he he's he's literally only here because the chef saw like a a movie that he was in that was bad and <laughs> uh, what's that movie called I for, I forget the name that they say in the movie but for some reason for me I just associate him with the happening and I mm-hmm. I do not like uh, John Leg- Leguizamo because he was in The Happening. <laughs> so I could actually, you know, uh, kind of uh, sympathize with the chef in this. Well, if I was the chef, I would put Jared Leto in there. Yeah, I, I could see that happening, too. That would be that'd be interesting. Uh, He's done me dirty one too many times. Yeah, <laughs> but I I love the chef. You played the Joker in Suicide Squad. <laughs> That's not even why he would be in there. <laughs> Morbius. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Actually, uh, Daniel Radcliffe was actually supposed to be in this movie to play the movie star, but well, that would have been a nice touch. Yeah, I, I think he would have actually been good, but. I do think John Leguizamo was actually very good yes, in this movie. I guess and... he was too busy during that Weird Al movie that should have been shelved. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is just bizarre. But but yeah, I love The Chef. Yeah, and I, I like his... I mean, the, the, there's, there's different layers to him because like you, you understand where he's coming from because mm-hmm. like, this food critic... And people like this have ruined his joy for this profession. Um, I mean, honest, obviously you wouldn't, you know, expect a food critic to go off and, you know, kill people. But, you know, you you do, because um, you see that a lot where people just get burnt out from doing these things that they once loved for, you know, one reason or another. Um, mm-hmm. And it's... Like, like they, they, they have like these different things that he hates. Like he hates, um, you know, people who just pretend to like his food and like he's feeding them nonsense and yeah. And the character of Tyler, who is only here cause he's a huge fan of the chef and he's here to take pictures for social media to prove that he's actually here eating this. And then the chef brings out like plates of, of just sauce and there's there's no bread. There's oh just, yeah, instead of bread. Yeah, it, and it's like you could pretend that there's bread here, and even though it's just nonsense, Tyler is like, yeah, this is <laughs> this is great. This is this is genius. And Mar- Margot, you know, who is uh, was just brought on to pretty much just be the plus one because I guess Tyler did need a plus one to show up, so he hired uh-huh. the, se- the sex worker. It's like, hey, come have dinner with me. And that's her only reason for being here. Like, yeah, she, like, I like she, Chef and Margot's dynamic together. Yeah, and it's it's like uncomfortable because he, I guess, was expecting Tyler to bring somebody who was deserving of this, which they never quite say why. But it's like it, it it's like hinted that whoever was supposed to come with Tyler. You know, obviously was deserving to be here, was deserving to be killed. So Yeah. Um another interesting thing is that I guess there's twelve people at this dinner, which is like a 
I, I guess it, it's supposed to represent like the twelve apostles at uh, the Last Supper. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, the chef's like worn out because you know he has like critics and people that are just here because they can afford it, and they have that scene with those. Uh, with Richard and Anne, I think is who they are. Um, they're literally only here because they can afford it. And the chef is like, you guys have been here 11 times. Can you name a dish that you had? And they can't because they're only here because they have the luxury of affording it. Yeah. Um, and th- there's also like these uh, like capitalism commentary where it's like the chef has made his food uh so fancy and wanted that only people like this can afford it but it's also the commentary of like like you're involved in this so if you want people to be able to appreciate it and afford it like why don't you change something about it yeah. and that goes against like like we're we're all involved in like systems that we hate like for like one way or another like you know you don't um like you you don't appreciate what Amazon stands for like you hate um like the fact that they don't give their employees bathroom breaks but mm. like you're you're still subscribed to Amazon Prime and you're ordering stuff every day you know things like that mm-hmm. um and it's like the chef is involved in this, and I think that's why he's willing to commit suicide because, like, he knows, like, this system is is screwed, but like I'm a part of it as well. So I think that's why he's more willing to commit suicide than he is just to commit murder. Um, mm-hmm. And he, even like he's um, he tries to hit on like a chef that he uh, was working with, and like she turns down his advances and. You know, he actually comes out and is like, I uh, sexually harassed one of my uh, one of my employees and I shouldn't have. And like things like that are like why I think he's more um, willing to commit suicide than he is of just killing these people. So, yeah, I do like how he's, uh, you know, more than just this like one face bad guy. And there is more more to him than just um you know, I'm a, I'm a evil chef and I want to kill people. Like, there's actually reasoning behind it. Like, he hates these people. He hates the system. Um, you know, and he even goes as far as to, like, sacrifice the guy who kept him uh, open during quarantine. <laughs> like, yeah. In, in this, like, very, um, like, ritualistic um sacrifice where he has like these angel wings and he's just being lowered into into a, a lake and is drowned um yeah. yeah i like that part yeah i think it's uh i think it's great and i think the chef is a very well um very well written character for uh you know those reasons i just said um yeah and like i said you can use uh, the the criticism in like any type of media, like film, uh, music, like like 
I don't know. The the other day, uh, we were talking about Kanye West, uh, how he did that mm. that poop uh, the scoop record, and you know people are like supporting it, and it's like Kanye West literally fed you nonsense, and yeah. you're you're accepting it. Um, and even even in film, like we talked about with the Marvel movies, like you know they've gotten so. Um, I guess like saturated with cameos and like just mindless things that people are actually starting to turn on it. But there are a lot of people that are like, just like, Oh, superheroes flying around and like, Oh, I, I know, um, I, I know who Dr. Strange is. So this movie is good. Mm-hmm. And you know, then there are people that are like, like Marvel is only <laughs> making these things so they can put Dr. Strange on the cover. And then it's like, you know, here's a, here's, a billion dollars because you made a Doctor Strange movie, uh, and there's like no heart in them. And then yeah. I, I mean, you could even flip it around. Spider Man. Yeah, I mean, Sp- Spider Man No Way Home is pretty good, but <laughs> um, I mean, you could even flip it around and put it like the other way, where people who support Marvel movies might look at movies like, um, like Alex Garland's Men that came out earlier this year. And it's like a movie that's pretending to say these things, even though it's very dumb. <laughs> and <laughs> you know, uh, Marvel fans might look at that and be like, "You're, um, you're like this guy is not saying anything, but you're pretending that he is because it's an artsy film." Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, artsy like it, Yeah, like it has that commentary of where it's like people are just accepting of things just because. They pretty much feel like they need to be. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, like we said, there's uh, there's Tyler who is like um, like the second main character, I think. Um, and he's he's pretty much being used to show that art is not, um, or that that, uh, that that food is isn't content, pretty much, and. Yeah, Tyler is like obsessed with taking pictures and kind of just showing off that like, oh, I get to be with this uh, famous chef and I get to eat his food, even though it's literally just oil and you have to pretend that the bread is there. And the one was like a rock. <laughs> yeah. And the the one was like a thing of uh, like, th- like thigh meat with like scissors mm-hmm. in it because yeah. the chef had this incident with his father where he had to stab him in the leg. Uh, I, I, I do like how that, uh, like where that transitions to, where it turns into the, the men taking off and needed to be hunted. Uh-huh. And for some reason, the chef just needs to be stabbed in the thigh before this can start. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it's like, all right, you that's, guys. That's like when bodies, 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 when they had to be slapped before yeah. they could start. Yeah, but, but the chef doesn't even go off and hunt or run away or anything. Like he just no. has to get stabbed in the leg because his father was stabbed in the leg. Um, that scene was so funny when they started running into the woods because you see the old man like, "Oh, I'm gonna go get help," and <laughs> just leave him slowly running off. And he leaves his like, wife. He, <laughs> he leaves his wife behind. 
Yeah, like you already know he's not going to get far. And and there's like these investors here that I guess have lent money to this chef's company. I think that's the idea. And mm-hmm. it's like it's like all right, the men you'll have forty five seconds to before your hunt, and the one then the one guy just takes off. <laughs> and yeah, I thought that was like it, it's just one of those things that just. It just hits you the right way, <laughs> where it's just like this bizarre, funny thing in this like very serious tone movie, but it's mm-hmm. it, but it's it's hilarious that you know this guy wastes no time into just trying to find a way out of here. But um, yeah, the 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 investors they're like very um entitled because they did invest money into this thing and it's like you know they're like i i know what you guys are doing but uh you know just 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 give us some bread and yeah. the waitress is like no <laughs> and it's like it's like one of those things where like do you know who i am and it's like yeah we know who you are but you're not getting bread and it's like <laughs> it's like a situation where like no matter how much money you have um like it's not going to get you out of here. Yeah. Um, that waitress Elsa, she was funny too. Because he's like, when he gets up and tries to smash the window, she was like, "Do you need help getting back to your seat?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I love that part, and I think that's the same guy that ran away without uh, any hesitation. Yeah. It's like he, just... like she, the way she talks to them. She's she's like anybody who would work at a restaurant or in if you work with the public, she talks how you would want to talk to people, but like, you can't. <laughs> yeah, like she's um It's like snarky and sarcastic. Like yeah, like this 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 snarky, emotionless tone. Because they were like, What's this? This is a tortilla. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like and had like the bank statements on it. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> they committed like tax fraud or something, and it's yeah. It's like, oh, those are just the bank statements. <laughs> like, and they ask her again. It's like this is a tortilla, and let's just <laughs> listen to the ingredients. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I, I I love her sarcasm in in here. Um, yeah, so I um. I, I have seen people complain that it doesn't make sense that the chefs are uh, all willing to die for this guy. But I mean, I, I I looked up this thread on, on Reddit where people were talking about it and apparently like this culture in like the food industry, it's like Mm -hmm. you're, you're cooking in an oven or you're cooking in a kitchen for 13 hours and it's like then you spend like two hours cleaning up, so you're at fifteen hours, and then you go home, and it's like you have, you know, nine hours of personal life, and you also have to sleep. So it's yeah, like... that's why she said Elsa at the beginning of the movie when they were showing them around the island. She said, "Oh, it's easy to live here, so we all live here, and it's like this this bunker. It looks like with a bunch of beds. Yeah, almost like." Like the military, where it's like, yeah, we just yeah. we sleep in our stations. 
It's like there's there's no point of going back to our homes because this is what we do. But like even in reality, it's like in this profession, you don't have a lot of time to, um, you know, kind of like have a life outside of this. So like, yeah, like I I I guess in these circumstances, like if if the chef is persuasive enough, I guess maybe he could, you know, create this cult-like environment where people would be willing to die for him. Mm -hmm. uh, like like that character of Jeremy, where he's just... Um, I, I forget what dish it is. It's like, I don't know, one of the earlier ones, like two or three, when you... Uh, you know, this is like the first time you realize, like, oh, something is messed up about this place, because mm -hmm. he introduces this chef named Jeremy, and he is like... Jeremy wishes he had my talent and my lifestyle and he knows he'll never get it and he just kills himself in front of like the whole dinner yeah and it's like that's the first time you get this um you know vibe that like something is very is very wrong with this place and i also like how how in that scene tyler is like accepting and like oh this is a this is a great show and it was Tiger and that or Tyler Tiger <laughs> Tyler and then the um food critic Lillian she was like oh this is like theater <laughs> yeah and that reminded me because we just did an episode on in the mouth of madness recently it reminded me of that where it's like you know uh, the the character is in this town, and it's like he seeing these bizarre things, and he, he just attributes it to being a show. Yeah. So I thought that was, I thought that was hilarious. Wonder, I wonder how many people would actually do that in a crisis. <laughs> like, oh, this is just for the show. Yeah, I mean, I I, I don't know because it is, because <laughs> it, it it is very theatrical. Yeah, this whole performance, like he, like the chef claps, and everybody just stops what they're doing, and that's when mm -hmm. they're willing to go out and serve these foods, and that's when he explains it. So it is very theatrical. So it's like, you know, maybe this is a show, but also like you just saw somebody blow their head off. So mm -hmm. like I don't know, I I don't know if that would be realistic that you would. um believe that that would be an actor but i mean at the same yeah. at the same time it's very satirical and it is like a comedy so you're not supposed to um you know sympathize with these characters and believe that the, these would be their real um reactions to it yeah um yeah i i also like the scene where tyler is um like put on the spot and even like throughout the evening like the chef notices that Tyler is this moron who's like taking pictures because on his tortilla, uh -huh. <laughs> on his tortilla, it's pictures of him taking pictures, which I thought was, <laughs> I thought was a nice touch. Yeah. Um. Did 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 they show what was on Margot's tortillas? I don't think she um had anything specific on hers. Okay. I think the table just had Tyler's. Okay. Okay, yeah, because on the the couple, they only had pictures of the husband. She was on his tortilla, though. 
Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I guess like at the, the table, they only pick like one person who. In some instances, they only take one person because I guess in that couple, like the husband was cheating, but the wife was just like normal, I guess. The only thing she did was spend money at this place. <laughs> yeah. And not appreciate the work. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> I like the chef's uh, sarcasm when he calls Tyler out to, to make his own dish. And yeah, and we, we learned that even though Tyler is obsessed with um, you know, these uh, with with the chef and like this lifestyle and this restaurant, like we learned that he can't cook. <laughs> And it, it's yeah. funny, even even the uh, like the title card that comes on, because with every single dish, there's a title that comes on and it explains what it is. And this one just says Tyler's bullshit. And mm-hmm. it's just like vegetables that are cut into like nonsense and like undercooked lamb. Yeah. And I, I like what this what the chef says here. He says something like. Oh, I have the quote here. He's like, a new dicing method, <laughs> which we have been woefully ignorant. And he's <laughs> he's only doing it because he's just nervous <laughs> and he's just cutting the, the vegetables however way he can. Yeah. And then they just serve this like undercooked lamb with like undercooked vegetables and it's just gross. And like Tyler realizes like, oh, maybe maybe I'm not... Uh, cut out for this lifestyle and he's like embarrassed and then Margot finds him uh later on that uh he hung himself in in a closet mm-hmm. and and her reaction to it is like oh well that sucks because is <laughs> like we said we learned that she is just a sex worker that he paid to come here knowing that um that she would die yeah but um one thing that I didn't understand that uh, I don't know if you caught it, like how does Tyler know about this whole thing about to happen? Like he, like, oh, like I'm about to die. Yeah, like he knows prior to. No one else does. I guess he was made aware. But do they? Do, just probably just told him, I guess. Do they say that though? Like, like I, I don't know if this was like a invite only thing, and it was like I know he was talking to them for like eight months. Oh, okay. So they probably told him, okay. like, you know, you're going to die if you come, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah, that, that makes sense. And they just didn't tell anybody else. Like, they only told him because they know that he would pretty much accept whatever the chef says. Yeah. Um, which I don't understand in that case. I don't understand why he would be taking pictures. Because he knows he's going to die. <laughs> Unless he was posting them, like, as they went on. like. It's like, probably. Oh, well, here's dish two. Let me post that on Instagram. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, I guess we could talk about um, like I said earlier, there's a character that I wanted to um get into because she was done very dirty, and that is uh, John Leguizamo's uh, assistant, uh, Felicity. Okay, mm. because they have this line. Because I guess he hates people that are entitled, and yeah. like he hates uh, he hates the rich, even though he is a rich person. He asks her where she goes to school or where she went to school, and she said Brown. And then 
he asks her if she had student loans, and she says no. And then he's like, oh, you're dying tonight. And they, like, I, I, I guess he's assuming that she came from a place of privilege because, yeah. because someone paid for her to go to school. She went to this, like, you know, prestige school and didn't pay for it. Mm. But he's assuming that but she works as an assistant. Like, she's not the actress. Like, she's working as a movie star's assistant. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't... Like, that was a... Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like she was done wrong. I don't know if that's just... If that, if that, yeah, if that's just, maybe she should have been allowed to live, too. <laughs> because, like, his only reasoning, and it's, like, just a base level, is that, like, you didn't have student loans. And it's like, well... Maybe she had a scholarship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Those um, happen. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. Like, there are other factors at work here. that, And it's like, nope, you're dying tonight. <laughs> um, yeah, I just think she was done very dirty. Um, yeah, I, I, I didn't... Really... She was one of my favorites, too. <laughs> yeah, and... Um, I'm, I'm trying to think, what was on John Leguizamo's tortilla? Was it just like the movie poster for that bad movie? Calling Dr. Sunshine, that's what it was called. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I would have just put like... And then he was like, I know it was a bad movie, but it, the set was a lot of fun or something like that. Yeah. I would have put like a picture of of him from The Happening and a picture <laughs> of him playing Luigi in the Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> like things like that. That, oh, so he's done a few questionable things. Yeah, he played the original Luigi in like 1992 or something like that. Oh. I mean, he's actually a, a good actor. Like, he's actually very enjoyable in this movie, and I, I do like him. And he does a lot of good voice acting too. Like, he was in, he, like, he did Sid in Ice Age. Yeah. Like, he he is a good actor. It's just like. You know, you you were you were in the happening, so <laughs> you were in. So everything's questionable. You were in calling Doctor Sunshine or whatever that that movie was again. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> like I said, I, I do like uh, John Leguizamo. It's just, yeah. It's also funny in uh, you, you know, like the uh, controversy behind like Mario's last name. Mm-mm. Oh, so if. So, like, no one really knows, because um, the game is called Super Mario Brothers, but the characters are, yeah. the characters are Mario and Luigi. So it would suggest this, mm-hmm. the Super Mario Brothers would be their last names. Like, Mario would be their last name. Because um, they're the Mario Brothers. So, oh. so in, the, in the credits, do you, do, you, do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it would be Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. So in the credits for the Super Mario Brothers movie, Luigi is credited as Luigi Mario. <laughs> so this nothing wrong with that, right? This goes it's like Kelly Kelly. Yeah. So this that theory or controversy goes back to 1993, I guess, because he's cred- mm. he's credited as Luigi Mario. I thought that was just something. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah, I never knew that. And and Bob Hoskins is Mario Mario, so. 
That's going to be an episode coming up. Mario? Yeah, with the new Super Mario Brothers movie coming out. We have to do the original. Ooh. Yikes. <laughs> That's going to be going to be an episode soon. Don't you worry. Never had the displeasure of watching that. I had the DVD like 12 years ago. And I started watching it and it's just stupid. And I I couldn't bring myself to <laughs> to continue it. So I don't even know how <laughs> I couldn't even tell you how much I saw, but yeah, it, it's it's not good. But but yeah, uh, speaking of John Leguizamo, the the whole Coast Guard thing is hilarious as well. Yeah, because um, Anya Taylor Joy sneaks off like she, like she's been told to get like a bucket of something, something, and. That's how she finds out that Tyler hung himself because while she's going off to see that, she sees him hanging in the closet. Um, <clears throat> so she calls for help and she calls for the the boat to pick them up, that they're in danger and blah, blah, blah. And then he comes in. He puts on this show and it's like, hey, I just got this call. Uh, someone's in danger and... The chef has this line. It's like we 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 don't serve uh, radios with our dinner, and it it's like everyone <laughs> has to play along and laugh. And yeah, it's funny because they do kind of like. I mean, it, it it's difficult if you were in this situation because the chef says like, "You're all gonna die anyway." So now it's like up to you whether you want this uh, coast guard person to to die as well and it's like you know do you want to bring another innocent person down with you but it's funny because the coast guard is like oh you're uh you're you're john leguizama you were in <laughs> what was that doctor again or that movie again calling dr sunshine i think it was yeah it's like you, you were in calling dr sunshine and, and the chef gets the look on his face yeah <laughs> and <laughs> And the um, yeah, so it's like he he's he like wants his autograph, and it's like this very disrespectful thing, where it's like this Coast Guard is just pretending that he wants John Leguizamo's autograph, and yeah, and then uh, he writes "Help me" on the autograph or "Help us," and then he pulls he pulls his gun on the chef, and then it's revealed that it's just a lighter. So like this this Coast Guard guy went through the trouble of pretending he wanted John Leguizamo's autograph uh before revealing <laughs> that he's not there to help them and that they're all still gonna die. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a fantastic uh touch to this. <laughs> um you have anything else? Um, I don't know. Um so no. So there, there was this scene where when the men go off and they're being hunted, when I saw this in the trailer, I thought it was going to be like a cannibal thing. And it's like, oh, we're going to cook you guys and eat you. And that's the, but, you know, that's not. I thought it was going to be like the um, most dangerous game book. Yeah, that's what I was getting at, too. Like they were being hunted, but that's kind of what the trailer kind of set it up for. And then I remember watching the movie and like, Two meals in, I'm like, how the heck are we going to talk about this on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> like, they're just eating. Yeah, there's, 
difficult to talk about. And like they're just eating dinner. Like where are we going with this? But yeah, there's actually a lot of commentary in here. But anyway, um, when the men go off, she's like, she's like, hey, uh, hey guys, my name isn't uh, Margot. It's uh, what's her name? Like Emma or something like that. I can't remember. She tells her real name. I can't remember what it is. Yeah, she's from Boston or whatever. Yeah, and it's like it doesn't. Oh, her name's Aaron. I'm looking it up now. Uh, she says, "My real name's Aaron, by the way." And then the scene just ends, and we never go back to it. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't understand why that was even a reveal. Like her real name could have been Margot, and it would have made no difference to the plot. I guess just because. She works for the public too, and she uses a fake name. I guess I, I don't know, but yeah, I thought that was something interesting that I I, I liked that the uh, well I I didn't like it's something questionable that they did. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, what else was I? Gonna I like when her and the chef were talking about their respective jobs. Uh huh. They're like, "Do you like what you do?" And she was like, I used to. <laughs> yeah, and it's like now... And then, <laughs> and then same thing with him. It's like, he used to. Yeah, because it's like, I, I used to like being a prostitute, but then I got this old guy who wanted me to pretend to be his daughter. Um, which was very uncomfortable, that, <laughs> that part. I was going to say, yeah, because they kept saying, or the wife kept saying she was Claire or whatever. I don't know if the name she even used. That's the first thing that came to my mind. So it sounds right. I think it's Anne. And then Anne. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why I thought Claire, but. But yeah. Um, it... But yeah, she was like, "Isn't that her?" And then he was like, "No, that's not her." And he was like yelling at her. It's like, wait, wait. So she recognized her. Oh, 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 I understand. From the tortilla. Yeah. Okay, I understand what you're saying. I thought maybe she saw her on, like, a street corner or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I understand now. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah, they do they do this thing where, like, he paid her to just have her look him in the eyes and pretend that he was, or pretend that she was his daughter, which, you know, might, uh, Reveal some other things about his past that uh, we didn't really need to know in here, but yeah, but yeah, um, but yeah, that reminds me of the the Pretty Little Liars reboot, where the one girl's like pretending to be this guy's daughter. Oh yeah, that's weird. Uh, yeah, yeah. If if uh, if you're if you're a sex worker and uh, some guy tells you that they want you to be their daughter, that's when you run. <laughs> I was about to say, you, you have to run <laughs> or get out of there. Call, call the authorities. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, another interesting thing they had in this movie, uh, it was like, like, Margot is, so, uh, we'll, we'll backtrack a little bit. So, there's this, like, hidden, um, not hidden, but it's like a secret door Kind of like the door in Halloween 3 where they have, like, the final processing. I thought the same thing. <laughs> yeah, but uh, 
But Margot asks what's behind that door, and Elsa says that it's a secret or something like that. So it, it almost felt like they wrote themselves into a corner because they, they have that secret door, and then it's like she is... Like they, they obviously need her to get into that door, but they don't know how to do it. So they have her go to the chef's house, which is top secret <clears throat> early on in the movie. Yeah. And it's revealed that his bedroom is like a replica of the kitchen and the dining area, which is, yeah, you know, also like a commentary of like, um, <clears throat> you know, I guess making your work life, your home life and all that stuff. I'm sure that. Was in yeah. Was in their mind. So poetic. <laughs> so, so she finds the door in the main house, and th- there it has like the pictures of where he used to work. Uh, he worked at like uh, Howdy Hamburgers or whatever it was, which is like the hamburger picture was funny. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it's like he he made his first hamburger, and they had him like smiling. Yeah. It's like this kid version or teenage version of himself. But he's like holding the spatula out with a big smile. Which I, I thought the picture was funny. Which I'm <laughs> I, I'm not sure they do where it's like, oh, it's your first day on the job and you made your first hamburger. Let's take a picture to commemorate it. I'm not sure they do. Well, I think with him, because he, I, I'm just going to say he was at, in culinary school and he knew he was going to be big. So he was like, oh, this is my first hamburger. Let's capture this. <laughs> okay. Or maybe it was his restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Or like maybe it was his restaurant or something like that. Yeah. I'm sure there's a reason behind it. It's it's just first burger at the restaurant. It, it's just ever made. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure there's a reason behind it. It's just funny that like this was their reaction or like this was their reaction to him making a hamburger. It's like, oh, let's take a picture to commemorate this. Now, also in that room, there were like news articles on the wall. I wish I could have read. Because I show them real quick. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, and I, I didn't, I didn't even get a chance to read like the headline. Yeah, and and I texted you last night, and I was like, I'm trying to find the, the freaking uh, names of the, all the dishes because I wanted to mention them on the podcast, but I couldn't find them. So yeah, yeah. When this comes out, I do want to rewatch it and uh, actually like read the headlines and stuff because. Because they 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 put in like interesting tidbits in those things. Like even in the 2018 uh, Halloween sequel, mm-hmm. they it's like very brief. Like you see um, newspaper clippings and stuff, and like journal entries yeah. from Dr. Loomis. And I found out that one of them said that Michael Myers uh, was making like fake driver's licenses or something while he was locked up. Like, mm-hmm. like they caught him making fake driver's license, which is like, you know, maybe he, How? <laughs> maybe, maybe he is smart and he's like trying to find a way to escape to blend in with society yeah, or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but <clears throat> that's just an instance that I thought of that they, they do put like interesting things on those, yeah. um, on those things. Other times it, it's hilarious. Like if you find one that is just a bunch of nonsense and <clears throat> it's like, you know, like it, it'll be like the, the headline will be something related to the movie, and then the article will be like something very unrelated. And it's like, oh, uh, 
it's three days after 9-11 in New York, and <laughs> and, it, and here's what's going on. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, well, that has nothing to do with the menu. <laughs> they like choose a random article and paste it on there. Yeah. Sometimes they do that, and it's funny when you when you uh, can actually find those as well. I can't think of one off the top of my head, but or Barbarian kind of had that too with the videotapes. Yeah, yeah, that's a another, another thing as well. Yeah, that's a morbid one though. Yeah, like like this one screamed or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> so or deaf. This one wouldn't stop crying. Yeah, watch Barbarian if you haven't. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, Barbarian's very good. Yeah. But another thing about the articles and stuff on his wall, if you look at him, like in the pictures, because they show, you know, him making a hamburger and he's all happy. And then this article, he's like a young adult and his smile, he's still smiling. But, you know, there's some, a lot of the joy was taken out of it. And then there's another picture of him like current almost like a modern day version of him and the smile is completely gone by that point okay yeah i didn't i didn't notice that that was cool yeah so you see the descent yeah, yeah i like that i didn't it's like spongebob when <laughs> and then we always go back to spongebob when the cashier <laughs> like they show a picture of him on his first day and then <laughs> oh yeah and yeah and it's just like just like a broken man as time goes on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Crazy how accurate that is. And then I was like that in the um, movie I watched Black Friday last night. Okay. I wanted to watch it yesterday, <laughs> but I didn't. But um, but yeah, I mean, we could kind of just recap the ending because that's where we're at. Um, yeah. It's like, yeah, so she's like, guess she finds the joy in him making cheeseburgers so then she goes into the dinner and is like like i guess the chef's whole thing is that he wants to be ple- like he wants his guests to be pleased and you know at the beginning of the movie they said that they never send any you never send food back here yeah i think tyler said that mm-hmm. cuz she was going to send it back at the beginning of the movie and that probably would have um Stop most of what happened. <laughs> Probably. But yeah, she's like, she's like, I, um, I wasn't satisfied with anything here tonight, and I'm still hungry. I just want a cheeseburger with American cheese, and I want it medium. And it's like, a cheeseburger with American cheese. Like chefs like this would like laugh at that. <clears throat> yeah. So, but I will say this is the best looking cheeseburger ever on film. Um, I don't even like cheese burgers because I'm not a big fan of cheese. But that one looked really good. Yeah, you like burgers. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. So there's this montage of him making this delicious looking cheeseburger, and mm-hmm. like he gives it to her, she takes a bite, and then she's like, "Well, I'm not really that hungry. Can I get a to-go box?" And he gives her a to-go box, and she just leaves the movie. <laughs> not leaves, not, not <laughs> leaves the movie, but you know, she she leaves situation. Yeah, I was kind of um, shocked that he did that, but then, like you said earlier, she wasn't supposed to be there that night. It was supposed to be some other girl. Yeah, and I think he kind of well, he sympathized with her. To the movie, 
Yeah, and even early on, like, I thought she was going to be involved in it, because they keep focusing on her face, uh-huh. and, like, they would make this weird eye contact, and I'm like, oh, she's, uh, she's involved in this whole thing. But, um, but yeah, like, since she's not supposed to be there, I think that's why she's free to go. Um, I think, he, yeah, it's like he, um, kind of bonded with her, because they both work with people. Yeah. And have to try to please people all the time. Yeah, uh, and I mean, I'm I'm not sure uh, why no one else bothered to order a cheeseburger, but <laughs> I would have been like, oh, I want a cheeseburger too. <laughs> I want what she's having. It probably wouldn't. <laughs> it probably wouldn't have worked. No, probably not. But yeah, like like he says, like I'm surprised you guys haven't actually made an effort to escape because you probably could have. <laughs> Because they were literally, there's probably the same amount of them as there was of chefs. Yeah, like, like even even that uh, the creepy old guy, like he goes to the door and like tries to escape, and he's kind of just tackled by a few people. <clears throat> but it's like if the people tried to help him, like I'm sure they could have, you know, managed. <laughs> yeah, that happened with um. His name is Dave. He went running to the exit too. And they tripped him when his friend was about to try to break the window. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, like, like the chef says, like, I'm surprised you guys haven't actually put up a decent effort to get out of here. Yeah. But... And then Movie Star was trying to talk them into fighting back, but then they're like, well, they're really good with knives. You think we're better than they are, and then they just kind of don't do it. <laughs> like they're good at like cooking with knives and things like that. Like, yeah, that doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean they're good at like hand to hand combat with knives. <laughs> like I don't know, I would take a couple stab wounds to get out of here. <laughs> like at least make an effort. <laughs> yeah, I, I, now, there was one part. Where the one woman, the woman chef, she started crying. Yeah. I thought she was going to end up helping them escape. But then she was like, talking about how she pitched the idea of everybody dying. Yeah. I also thought his mom. But when she said, when she started crying, I was like, oh, she's trying. Oh, she like regrets this. But no, she was just flattered at the compliment. (laughs) (laughs) I also, I also thought his mom might try to help them because she's kind of just sitting there the whole time drinking alcohol. She literally drank herself to death. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like and that was like her whole everything that happened with her in the movie, she just drank herself to yeah, death. Yeah, cuz he says earlier on that she was an alcoholic or something like that. So, yeah. I mean, I guess you know, she didn't even get to go through anything. She just kept drinking and eventually just died from that. But, (laughs) but yeah, so, uh, the chef has like this big monologue about s'mores and it's like, he hates s'mores because it's like a lazy combination of foods and all this and that. Um, Mm -hmm. it's, uh, like, I I don't know. It, 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 I guess he just thinks it's lazy and he dresses these people up in like, Marshmallows and chocolate. The chocolate hat. Yeah. 
and like a marshmallow vest. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, all right, this is the this is the finale. It's uh time to uh t- time to end the night, and they just kind of like burn the kitchen down and everything. Mm-hmm. And I, I like the like some of the shots they show of like the chocolate melting into people's eyes. Like that was yeah, yeah I actually like that. And yeah, and it's it's like they just kind of uh it's like all these people accepted they're like, oh we are pieces of garbage and we deserve this we deserve to die here. Um and then uh Margot sees the uh she's on the boat and she sees like the, the house and whatever burning down from from the water and then she just eats her cheeseburger and that's how the movie ends. Mm-hmm. Um well, I thought something was gonna happen before, like the s'more and everything, because when Margot was about to leave, Anne like told her to go, or she motioned for her to go, because she like turned back and looked at everybody. Yeah, like they had a plan or something. She was like, "Go, go ahead," and then, no, never mind, because <laughs> yeah, they didn't even have a chance to act out on the plan. Yeah, it's like they just. Whatever the plan would have been. Yeah, it's like they just accepted their fate, and it's like, yeah, we are pieces of garbage, and we should die here. And <clears throat> yeah, like so. Yeah, the restaurant was set on fire. Everyone, everyone else is on fire, and she didn't even really have to report it because her name was never on the on the menu or on the guest list. Yeah, I guess. So she was never even there. <laughs> I don't know what you would do. I feel like you'd have to report it. Like there was a mass or murder suicide <laughs> at this private uh restaurant. I like when they had the um the s'mores ingredients pop up on the screen. Yeah. I said staff host and customers. Yeah, I like that too. But um but yeah, um yeah, we're we're kind of wrapped up on this movie. I think we uh, said all we have to say. Um, I want to hear like a chef reviewing the move- movie, or like a food critic's take on it too. Yeah, yeah that that'd be interesting. Yeah, like a uh, like Gordon Ramsay on the Blu-ray commentary. Gordon Ramsay's take, <laughs> maybe not him, but. <laughs> Like someone from the Food Network providing the commentary on the Blu-ray for this movie, <laughs> <laughs> or just somebody who, um, just some random chef, yeah, called to hear their take on it. Yeah, that'd be that'd be interesting. But um, because I feel like anybody that's a chef or f- someone who's into food will love this movie. Yeah, I agree. Um, even like things, um. Like I, I guess even like media consumption things like that. Like I said earlier, like you know, even like movie fans and like you can tie a lot of the commentary from this in, in yeah. into other forms of media, like movies and music and things like that. Um, yeah, so I think I think this movie is great, and <clears throat> I don't know. I have a hard time thinking that this will fall out of my top ten of the year. So. Yeah, I don't think it will either. So yeah, we'll probably it's still it's in mine. We'll probably be talking about this again in like another month or so when we do our top ten movies of the year. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, this movie is great, and 
<clears throat> it perfectly blends that horror and comedy thing and, and like mm-hmm. this, the satirical tone. It it's like ready or not with like the horror comedy part. And then yeah. like a movie like look out with like the satirical commentary. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this movie's great. You should go see it. You could either see it before or after a meal. Yeah. Like go out to eat. Go out to eat after it. Why not? Go to one of these five star restaurants that they do they they, <laughs> they do this meal where you can't leave until everybody's done. Do something like that afterwards. <laughs> but um but yeah, I think that's all I got for the menu. Do you have anything else? No, I don't think so. <clears throat> I guess you could say uh we cleared our plate with this movie. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like to jump into our uh, weekly recommendations? Mm-hmm. Right. It's time to recommend some things you and me were recommending. All right. Would you like to recommend? It's funny because I go from one extreme to the next where I don't have any recommendations and then I have multiple. Oh. <laughs> so, I'm going to recommend two movies. Don't watch them this weekend. They're Thanksgiving horror movies. It's funny because we said we couldn't find any and then I found two. Found- <laughs> right after we did Blood Rage. They found two of them. Mm-hmm. So the one is on Hulu. It's called Pilgrim. Okay. It's about this woman who tries to. Ha- re- she's like trying to rekindle her relationship with her family because they're like. They don't seem to like each other too much. So she invites these pilgrim reenactors to stay with them over Thanksgiving because the pilgrim reenactors like have them put all their electronic devices away so they can like see what it was like to live in the old times. Okay. And the actors, like, they refuse to break character. Okay. And they're just like, what? Interesting. Yeah, I I think I saw that when I looked up Thanksgiving movies, but we stuck with, uh... We stuck with, uh, Blood Rage. So, maybe next year we'll we'll do... We'll do Pilgrim. It was good. And then Black Friday... Was another good one. Okay. Yeah, I did hear about that one, the Bruce Campbell movie. Yeah. That's about a group of employees that are working on Black Friday and the customers are infected by this parasite. It's almost like a zombie movie. Kind of like Dawn of the Dead and the Mist put together. Okay. That's what I thought of when I uh when I saw the description, I thought it was like a zombie thing. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, both both of those movies are really good. Okay, yeah, I, I do want to check out both of them eventually. So, um, all right. So I'm going to recommend uh, the new movie uh, Bones and All. Uh, the new uh, Luca Guadagnino movie. I think that's how you say his name. Who directed uh, Call Me by Your Name and Suspiria. Um. <clears throat> 
it's like a road trip love story about cannibals. Um, <laughs> yeah. And they, they treat cannibals like um kind of like vampires, I guess, where they like need to feed off humans to survive. Uh uh-huh. kind of like that. Um that's another movie that made it into my top ten of the year. And um probably won't leave, so we'll be probably be talking about that in a in a month or so. Um we'll probably even do an episode on that eventually. Mm-hmm. But um it's funny because I was expecting I don't know why I just wanted it to be like a fall movie. It takes place over the summer. <laughs> yeah, it it does feel like it's um like it's uh you know, like fall-ish, but yeah. Like I thought cuz the menu feel, feels like almost like a Thanksgiving movie kind of just cuz there's food involved. And then I thought this movie Bones and All was going to be like that too. Yeah. Yeah. But um but yeah, I, I don't want to spoil too much about it cuz it's a future episode. So Yes. Yeah, it was re- it was pretty good. Yeah. All right. So, uh next week on the podcast did uh did you have the wheel ready? Yes. Okay. So, what are our options for the the wheel that we're doing to pick the next episode? So we're diving into our Christmas movies. Yes. So I just threw in four Christmas horror movies. And I wait for their instructions. Christmas Horror Story, Silent Night, and Anna and the Apocalypse. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Um, you can count down and you could spin whenever you're ready. Okay. Oh, I thought you were counting down. Uh, I, I can. All right. <clears throat> Five, four, <laughs> three, two, spin. Drum roll. Ooh, it says Anna and the Apocalypse. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I haven't seen that movie before. I don't think I've seen any of those movies you listed. So. Anna and the Apocalypse is a zombie movie, Christmas movie, and a musical. Ooh. <laughs> a combination of all the great genres. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I've been wanting to see that movie, so yeah, that don't give me an excuse. I own it because it was on Tubi last year, and it was disrespectful. Oh, it says it's on <laughs> Shutter now. So good. That's where I'll watch it. All right. Yeah. So next week we'll be doing Anna in the Apocalypse, a Christmas zombie musical. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah. All right. So I think that's all I got for this episode. Do you have anything else? No. All right. So um, if you want to follow us on social media, you can on. Instagram, we are at Santamira After Dark. On Twitter, we are at Santamira AD Pod. Also, thank you to everybody who voted for um, this last episode. I forgot to mention it at the top of the podcast, but um, uh-huh. this was in a, in a poll on Instagram for people to vote for the next episode. Um, I do think it, it might have been the better choice of the two. So, for, yeah, for, for so a podcast too. episode. Um, I, I do like Bones and All more than this movie, but I do think this was. 
uh, probably the easier one to discuss on a podcast platform, but, um, <clears throat> but, um, yeah, so thank you all for voting. And then you can, uh, follow our personal social media accounts, uh, through there and, um, you know, rate and review and subscribe and all that podcast stuff. And until next time, <laughs> all that podcast yes. stuff. <laughs> until next time. I'm Jeremy. I'm Steven, and curfew is now in session. <laughs> <laughs>